Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. How does it feel? How does it feel? The police state's here. You woke up in a non-Aldis Huxley, non-brave new world, in a cowardly new world, full of obese prosecutors who can't put the Twinkies down, prosecuting their political opponents in deep blue states because they're afraid they might run for office again. Oh, they are. That's right. They are running for office again against they're Democratic allies. So weird. So weird how they do that. So strange. So if you were to lay it out, what a police state was supposed to look like, and you're like, it has A, B, C, D, E, and F. We're already at G. Dangerous new world. Got a lot to get to. We'll be covering it live. President Trump's going to appear uh, any minute in the court, the star chamber for the persecution. Persecution of Donald Trump begins today. Disgusting. So obviously, two sets of rules. Got a big show. Don't go anywhere today. Uh, really appreciate it. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Today's show brought to you by PolicyGenius.com. You have a family like I do. You know how much your loved ones depend on you. In a worst case scenario, you wouldn't want them to worry about money, would you? A good life insurance plan can, give you, plan can give you a peace of mind that if something happens to you or your family, now's a great time to take the lead to future-proof your family's finances by getting life insurance. Don't mess around with that. And Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find it and buy it. Policy Genius was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes for America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, find policies that start at just $25 per month per $1 million of coverage. Some options offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over the other so you can trust their guidance. There are no added fees and your personal details are private. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find it and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. All right, Joseph. Let's go, Daddy. We're live today. Here we yes, go. Yes, sir, we are. Checking out the live chat. It's cool to read you all in here in live time. Sailor, Sailor Jake. <laughs> it's cool. To, Hi, I, I like that. Yeah, we got to scroll down in the prompter. If I'd be really, that'd be cool. I can read it as it's going on. Can we do that, Key? Yeah, we can work on that. Good. See, Key's a good go getter there. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are so obviously two set of rules right now um, that rules aren't really rules at all. You have the persecution of Republicans for any made-up crime you want, and then Democrats who were given a free pass and not subjected to the justice system at all. I joke that justice is blind, right? But it's only blind to Democrats. Lady Justice sees absolutely nothing when the Democrats do it. How is this going to stop? It will only stop. It will only stop when local prosecutors emulate the tactics of Alvin Bragg, pick up on the criminal syndicate known as Biden Inc., and start issuing subpoenas and indictments for them too. Folks, here's the difference here. Biden Inc. actually committed crimes. So you should have no fear of the Democrats now new tomorrow here. The Democrats actually commit crimes. Because when the Republicans commit actual crimes, we call them out. This with Trump is so obviously made up. It will only stop when we respond in kind. The new rules are in effect. The new rules are this. You want to play cutesy time, you got to find a new show. That's not this show. This show is interested in saving the republic, and we are in real, imminent danger right now. 
New York Post points this out. Paul Sperry, Alvin Bragg's indictment of Donald Trump might open a Pandora's box for Democrats. Pieces in my newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Folks, it's not just Biden Inc. The Clinton Foundation, Hillary Clinton and the server. By the way, I'll have a lot to say about this Secret Service thing. Do not miss that section. I got a bunch of what ifs for you. And Joe, the what ifs, if they sound suspiciously like they could be true, Joe, they may very well be. I'm just throwing that out there. All right. Just throwing that out there. They're just going to be what ifs. Now they want to subpoena Secret Service agents? I, I, I got some idea. I got some ideas for that. Be very careful, too. These tyrannical Democrats are very eager to abuse their power. Do not get baited today. If you're watching me right now, you're at a rally anywhere, absolutely exercise. You're constitutionally protected, but God-given right to assemble. Absolutely do it. I encourage it. But please don't get baited into any kind of violence. Please, under any circumstances, unless in defense of your life, please do not. Please don't get baited. You have people like this clown in New York, Eric Adams, who I was a police officer when he was a police officer. The guy had zero respect. Nobody, nobody respected this guy. He was a clown. The joke was, don't get between Eric Adams and a camera. All he cared about was him being on TV looking like a tough guy when he, went, when he ran this group of, uh, of activists in the police department. Here he is right here, hilariously saying New York respects the law and that you Republicans don't let your misplaced anger out in his city. Check this out. Rabble rousers thinking about coming to our city tomorrow. Our message is clear and simple. Control yourselves. New York City is our home, not a playground for your misplaced anger. We are the safest large city in America because we respect the rule of law in New York City. And although we have no specific threats, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is known to spread mis misinformation and hate speech, uh, she stated she's coming to town. While you're in town, be on your best behavior. As always, we will not allow violence or vandalism of any kind. And if one is caught participating in any act of violence, they will be arrested and held accountable. Tanya, Tanya said on the live chat, uh, chat Tanya, Tanya Gray said, make your country proud. Don't act like a liberal. Amen, sister Tanya. Do not act like a liberal. They cannot control themselves. To have a liberal like Eric Adams lecturing a group of conservatives whose lives are about God-given emergency breaks in their behavior because they don't want to take away anyone else's God-given rights. To lecture them while BLM and Antifa ravaged the city, ravaged the city. Granted, he wasn't in charge for a lot of that, but still, he could have been, when he could have come in, he could have shut crime down in New York and he does nothing. He sits on his ass. Is embarrassing. Your misplaced anger? Liberals lecturing us about misplaced anger. You have got to be kidding me. And they respect the rule of law? Folks, I grew up in New York, okay? I'm tired of the bolt with this guy. You walk down the streets of New York right now, outside of Midtown, where they flood it with cops to make sure you don't see the real city. You get out of Midtown, the place is a disaster. It's a disaster. They don't give a damn about the rule of law. New York City's totally collapsed. Have this guy lecturing people about misplaced anger in New York, the chaos central, the Gotham of chaos right now. Misplaced anger?
Really? You're going to lecture us, Adams, about misplaced anger due to the persecution of Trump for a clearly fabricated crime that even if it was real, isn't even within the realm of the statute of limitations. And you fabricated that. Think about what they did to Trump. Think about this. Uh, Twinkies up in New York, Bragg. What did he say? He said, yeah, the statute of limitations has run out, but it was told. It was put on hold because Donald Trump was in Florida. You indicted him in Florida, you a-hole. This guy is a total dipwad. This guy is such a zero. So what, it tolls forever? So if Trump, just to be clear, statute of limitations, if you leave the state, toll forever. There's never a, so what's the point of a statute of limitations? I saw a great set of tweets yesterday. I don't know this guy, Daniel Haddis, but it explains misplaced anger. Really? You sure you want to go down that route? This is from the party that will castrate and poison their own kids to make a political point. He brought up, I I don't usually go through tweet threads because I don't want to read the whole thing. But he's speaking of the evil we're living with and fighting right now. That everybody needs to get the horse blinkers on right now and understand what we're fighting. This is not a political fight. It manifests itself as a political fight, to be clear. But its essence, what makes up the muscle and bone of it, is not politics. It is a battle between what is morally and ethically correct and pure, unadulterated evil. Sexualizing your kids, teaching them to be racist. This is evil. It manifests itself as a political fight, but it's evil. And this guy sums it up. He says, liberals aren't just seeking to enshrine the sterilization, mutilization, and poisoning of your kids. They're all too prepared to abet the sterilization, mutilization, and poisoning of their own kids. Yes, sir. They're not just telling your kids skin color confers an unshakable status of saner sinner. They're telling their own kids this. Tell me again. How this isn't pure, unadulterated evil. Why is this important? Go to the next one. Because you're not going to talk them out of this. He notes that it remains that liberals believe in the derangements. It's in italics in his tweet. Liberals believe in these derangements. They're not making this up. They believe they should be mutilating their kids. And he notes in that sense, they are truly the ones that are deranged. He says it's precisely the commitment to inflicting these wounds on themselves and their families that create the urgency to inflict them on others. Why do I bring this up? Because, folks, you're negotiating with evil on the other side. You are not going to convince them of anything. We engage in the show and we engage in debate for the third party that's listening. That's why we always do that. The liberals, they're done. You need to be, they need to be defeated, roundly defeated in every election from school board to the presidency. It's the only way. All of these, you understand why I'm bringing this up strategically, Joe? Does this make sense? All of these establishment Republican types thinking like, well, if we're really nice and we establish decorum again, they don't give a (laughs) Liberals don't care. They're willing to castrate their own kids. You think you're going to negotiate with them? Are you nuts? Folks, did you ever read Hannah Rent's book on the banality of evil? I've not read the whole thing. I don't like, I hate to, I read, the, read large swaths of it because I was so fascinated by the topic. Never read it. 
You should, man. Because let me tell you something. You'll start to see how people you assume they're just rather normal Joe and Jane next door can turn the corner on evil so fast. And they do it because we're human beings, man. And they have this urgency, some human beings, just to inflict pain on others. And you would be stunned. You would be stunned who can do it. Did we hear about the prison experiment? Was it Zimbardo, the prison experiment? They put these college kids and they assigned them as either prison guards. It was a mock-up. It was a fake. They were acting. They assigned them as either guards or prisoners. It wasn't but a matter of hours before the guards started abusing the prisoners. The banality of evil, folks. The deranged thrill of inflicting uh, genital mutilation on other kids and making sure they take a vaccine they don't want to take just to be sure you told them who the boss was regardless of the medical consequences on them. They don't care. But people are waking up, folks. People are waking up to what we're fighting. It manifests itself as a political fight, but what we are fighting is absolutely evil. And I want... I, I, it, 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 this is important to discuss because strategy matters. If it's going to manifest itself as a political fight, and we recognize that, we have to have the strategic political weapons to fight back. And one of the strategic weapons to fight back is not to sell out to the other side like establishment Republicans are telling you to in the hopes that one day they'll make nice nice. Didn't the Ron DeSantis lesson in Florida teach anybody any lessons at all? DeSantis made no capitulations to the left at all. None. And won a swing state by 20 points. The only way to beat them is to thoroughly defeat them. Never capitulate on anything. There's a great piece in the newsletter today you need to check out. Kaylee McGee-White. She calls the left woke colonizers. She's right. She says that's the reason the culture war exists. She talks about the left. Do you see this Bud Light commercial? With this transgender activist? Yeah, what yeah. the hell is that about? Mm. Does, does Bud Light have any idea who its audience is? What about the CMA Awards, the Country Music Awards? I didn't get into that yesterday in the podcast. I should have. Doing like Transgender Celebration Day as a transgender person's alleged to have shot up a school and killed six people, including three nine-year-olds. This is the freaking Country Music Awards. Do they have any idea who their audience is? The woke will try to colonize everywhere. Listen, it's all here in caps. They will not leave you alone. Do not capitulate. Defeat them politically everywhere. From librarian to the president. I'm going to show you what I mean, how we do this. There are others out there who want to make nice, nice with the media and everything. Oh, no, no, no. If we talk to Joe, if we talk to them, people in the media, and we're nice, eventually they'll write nice pieces. They will not. They deserve no respect from you because they don't respect you back. I'll show you how to deal with them in a second. Brandon Shreka has a great video. Don't miss it. Uh, let me get to my second sponsor first, and I'm going to show you the mass migration going on. Today's show also brought to you by ZipRecruiter. It takes all kinds of talent to keep a workplace running smoothly. Take the White House, for example. We all know about the standard White House roles, secretary, speechwriters, counsel, etc. But you know what? The White House also has an executive pastry chef, a director of youth correspondence, and a chief calligrapher. Just like if you own a growing business, you need the right people to keep your workplace going strong. So if you're hiring, there's only one place to go to fill all your roles. That's ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. 
ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds the most qualified candidates for your roles, from dog walker and creative director to economic advisor and more. See a candidate who'd be perfect for your job? ZipRecruiter makes it easy to send them a personal invite so they're more likely to apply. ZipRecruiter also offers attention-grabbing labels that speak to job flexibility like remote training provided, uh, like remote training provided, urgent, and more to really help your job stand out and pop. That's why even the most prestigious businesses count on ZipRecruiter. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Simply go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Folks, as I just said, they will not leave you alone. And this mistaken establishment swampy Republican idea that Trump and DeSantis both completely disregarded, thankfully, and said, we're not doing that. Trump with the media. You're not our friends. I'm not going to treat you like our friends. You deserve no respect at all. Brandon Straker, who's a, an activist, a conservative activist, was down near Mar-a-Lago. And of course, the AP showed up, a guy by the name of Terry Spencer. And of course, Terry Spencer is the smartest guy in the room. Just ask him. I mean, he works for the AP, which is an international laughingstock, but they don't think so. They think they're still the legacy press. They're so important. So Terry Spencer decided to be a smart, kind of try to be a smart ass. I'm not live. I'm not sure how many kids are watching. Didn't give you the warning. Try to be a smart ass with Brandon Straker. And flip the script on them right away. These media people cannot take it when the cameras are turned around on them. Watch this. It's called citizen journalism. You ever heard of it? Where are you a journalist at? Yeah. Where do you work? I work for the Associated Press. The world's largest largest news organization. (laughs) Well, that makes perfect sense. Wow. Actually, you should be hiding your face if you work for the AP. I love to profile journalists. I love to profile people who call themselves journalists. Please do not touch my phone. If you touch me again, we're going to have a problem. Do you understand? Do you understand? Don't do it again. Do you get it? Do not touch me again. Don't do it again. You can have my name if you do not touch me again. Don't do that again. We have it on. There's like 50 phones out here. We're yeah. Yeah. You don't walk up to people and grab their property. If you're a journalist, you should know that. From the Associated Press at that. He is. I know exactly who he is. This is twice now these people put their hands on us. He came over, grabbed my phone out of my hand. A journalist from the Associated Press. Uh, just bookworm in the live chats. Like, that's why Trump turned, tried to get them to turn the cameras around. to why, And they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. He's right. He couldn't stand the press. Now, listen. Obviously, let them out themselves with the physical stuff. Making it physical, as I, I cannot emphasize in strong enough terms, for moral and tactical reasons. There's the worst that you lose the argument right away. Straker hands it, handles this perfectly here. This guy decides, oh, it's okay. I'm a member of an AP. I'm just going to put my hands on this guy or his his phone. No, you're not going to put your hands on me. Right in his face. You're not going to do it again. You understand. You understand. You stand on no pedestal with me. I think of, you know, I, I respect the guy. I respect the guy in the corner selling hot dogs. I do. Then the press. He works hard. He shows up. He's earning a living. He busts his ass. He lives with dignity. That is not meant to be a slight. 
not members of the media. There's no one I respect less. They get nothing from you. Leave them, let them do their thing with them when it comes to the physical stuff. Don't physically interrupt them, but give them no courtesies at all. They deserve nothing. Everybody's getting it, folks. They see what we're fighting here. I saw this on Tom Massey's Twitter feed. This is amazing. You want to see something incredible? Source, U.S. Census Bureau. In case the liberals, where'd you get that from? The Census Bureau dip wads. Your government, you love the Census Bureau. Look at that. That's kind of weird, Joe. There's a little pattern there. So it's people leaving areas in the United States and going to other areas. Now, Joe, I'm not a... Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not good at geography. I, I don't I, I can't identify any of these states at all. But just I know you're really good with this stuff. Joe's up in Maryland. I'm down in that place down there. Looks like a peninsula. Oh, that's like oh, Florida. Florida. Yeah, that's what they call it. That's Thank what they call you. Geese here too. So now you're in Maryland. You have a better sense of geography. It looks to me. Tell me if I'm crazy. That American citizens have decided that they really don't like liberal areas and are leaving to go to conservative areas. Call me crazy, but that. That the, that big thing in the in the, in yeah. the middle and down at the bottom. That's yeah. Te, Tejas, is that that Teja that Texas? Oh yeah, Texas. Thank you, oh. thank you for the reminder. He's holding up cue cards because I forget Z-Z. Texas and Florida. Yeah. Right. Sounds like they're getting a lot of people, looks and like it looks like there's bleeding. areas they're evacuating. The We're all in the Northeast in California. So strange. It's almost like that's a pattern or something. Yeah, folks, we're fighting evil. All right, man. It manifests itself as a political fight, but don't mistake it for one. That is a critical error in judgment that will bite you in the ass, and it's the critical error the Mitt Romneys of the world have been making for years and the John McCain's. That if we just capitulate to them and make pretend we're nice guys even when they're not, that they'll eventually see the light. Folks, in the banality of evil, they point out that's not going to happen. You're just going to invite. The beatings will continue until morale improves. As that old joke on a t-shirt used to go, it's not funny. Evil requires two standards of justice. It requires people to be subjective. Think about it. By its very nature, evil requires two standards of what they call justice. If I don't like Joe for his politics and I decide to beat Joe with a billy club to death, I wouldn't inflict that on my own family and my political allies. The standard of justice I apply to Joe isn't the one I apply to myself. There's no objectivity in object Objectivity is the enemy of the leftist. I got a lot more to get to. Um, you know what? Let me get to my sponsor here. I'm, I'm gonna, I got a tweet coming up by Brett Baer about something that happened with the Secret Service. And I'm going to throw out there a series of what ifs. Let's just say winky, winky, nod, nod. Kind of like the whole Marvel comic. What if the Hulk went berserk? Let's just assume they're what ifs for the sake of this show, because if we really want to incorporate the Secret Service into our war on Donald Trump, I have some suggestions, let's just say. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. They're super comfortable, wear them all the time. Why? Because they feel like pillows on your feet. Stock up now when you hear about this offer. Use my promo code Dan. You'll get the all-season slippers for $25. bucks. they regularly $149.98. So over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. They sell out. Take my word for it. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ridiculously comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress in your feet. You want to wear them anytime, anywhere. 
They come in tons of additional sizes and all new colors. How do you get them? Well, I'll answer that for you. You go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, grab a pair of these all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code DAN, my first name, or give them a buzz at 800-637-4982 for this incredible offer. It won't last long, so please order now. Thanks, MyPillow. So here's what I was talking about. Uh, Brett Baer, who does uh, news at Fox, probably heard from, tweeted out yesterday that Fox News is being told by their sources that multiple Secret Service agents connected to former President Trump have been subpoenaed and are expected to testify before the D.C. grand jury likely on Friday. The appearances are related to the special counsel Jack Smith's probe into the handling of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> I didn't know this. I didn't know Joe, this caught me off guard. Yeah. See, I was under the mistaken belief that these guys were special agents assigned to protect the president, not in fact spies. Now, so you understand my position, it's as clear as scotch tape. I'm not suggesting if the Secret Service witnesses a crime, they should cover it up. I don't give a damn who it is. However, I am suggesting to you that asking the Secret Service to testify in front of a grand jury, multiple agents, when you likely don't need them, that I'm pretty sure about, and doing it simply because you're engaged in a political prosecution while Joe Biden, the sitting, sitting president, is accused of doing the same crime, but far worse, squirreling away classified documents and potentially selling the information to his family to foreign governments. That sounds like a big deal. I'm telling you, that's not a crime. That's politics. You're darn right. So we want to bring the Secret Service into this now? We want to make them witnesses? You thought this through? Because I've got a few people who've reached out to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could read his stuff right now. They'd like to be subpoenaed, too. Joe, one of them, let, let's, just, let's just say again, we're doing a what if. Kind of right. did this on the radio yesterday, but what if. Let's just say one of these guys who's interested in getting subpoenaed. I mean, if it's all, if it's, now we can just talk about whatever we've seen, regardless of how it impacts the nation or anything like that, or the future security of the president of the United States. One of the guys, let's just say may, may have looked at Hillary Clinton's server and may have warned WCD, the William Clinton detail, why WCD? Joe, why not CPD, Clinton Protective Detail? Because it's already taken. Carter Protective Detail. So they call it WCD. So this guy was asked by members of the William Clinton Detail because of very specific expertise, let's say. Hey, we're having a problem with our server. This is when Hillary Clinton was running a private email server because she had no government email, even though she was a government employee as Secretary of State. So wouldn't it be crazy if this guy was asked to look at that and told the William Clinton detail people, said, hey, listen, oh, we got a real problem. You better inform the staff. It appears, gee, have I ever told you this story? Probably not, because it's just a what if. That you guys have this thing infected with foreign Trojans and other things, and people are watching what's going on in email. Wouldn't it be weird if he said that? Yeah. Wouldn't it be even crazier? Gee, have you ever heard this? Joe, now I know you may have heard this because we always do what ifs, Joe and I. We're like, hey, man, what if this happened, right? <laughs> yeah. But wouldn't it be even crazier if they ignored him? 
and did nothing about it? And wouldn't it be even crazier if he told them, hey, you've got an even bigger problem. You guys are using, wait for this one. You're not going to believe this one. You're going to be like, no way. What if he told them, you guys are using unsecured Wi-Fi too? Are you crazy? You got to be. I'm just maybe, maybe I'm just making it up. I mean, there's one way to find out, of course. Uh-huh. I mean, someone in the, I mean, what could that way be, Joe? I mean, they could issue some subpoenas and maybe some of these guys, you know, maybe these guys would, would talk. I'm, I'm just going to throw that out. I mean, it's open season now, right? To all those press people out there, again, not the liberal media. I know you actually prefer the police state, so you'll bury this story as soon as you can. But the people in the conservative media, maybe that's the kind of thing you want to look into. To uh, Republicans up on the Hill. I know what you're saying. Oh, we don't want to dredge up Hillary again. Really? They want to dredge up Donald Trump. Been out of office for uh, over two years. You still think you're playing, uh, you're playing nice cutesy time? They want to weaponize government. I'm telling you about a potential actual crime. Unsecured Wi-Fi? Really? What is this, the local library? Joe, the answer is no, it's not, because they even have secured Wi-Fi. Ah, doesn't sound like the Clintons did. (laughs) No, no. That's like Gilligan's Island. Darn right. (laughs) I I have a few more questions now that the... Secret Service is open season, and anybody can get subpoenas for anything. You know, there were, Bill Clinton took a lot of trips, you know, on planes and stuff like that. A lot of agents got tempted to the WCD, William Clinton detail. You know, some of them may have been on planes while Bill Clinton was on a plane with that guy. What was his name? Yeah, guy killed himself? or Yeah, so, yeah totally. I mean, I, by the way, I did not kill myself, okay? Just let, can we get that, Joe? Can you flag that, please? Oh, sure. What's, uh, hey, got it? The date? 1130. Oh, 1130, April flag 4th, it. a.m. Eastern time. Flag Thank it. you. Okay. Thank so you. We got it, bro. I did not kill myself. It would be really interesting if those guys got subpoenas, too, when they, if they were on flights with Bill Clinton and Epstein and were asked what happened. I'm just saying, I'm, I mean, if it's open season on these guys and the Secret Service are now witnesses, Maybe some guys saw some stuff they didn't like. Maybe one of them, maybe, just maybe, one of them got sent home because he spoke to the boss of that detail. William Clinton detail, that is. Otherwise known as Bill, for you liberals out there. They're like, (laughs) who's up, man? I don't know. (laughs) Idiots. Talking about Bill Clinton, you dopes. One of them, maybe, just maybe, got sent home because he went to the boss and said, hey, I'm not really comfortable with some of the stuff happening on this plane. That just may have happened. He'd probably talk if you subpoenaed him, too. Now, I just want to get, put this out there because someone responded back on Twitter yesterday. And I got a little bit offended. But that's okay. I tell you when I'm offended. You can say, like, toughen up or whatever. That's your opinion. But someone said, well, why don't you put it all out there? Because I don't talk about things I don't know. This I'm talking about what I do know. People who may have told me stuff about what happened. I wasn't there. I wasn't on the Clinton detail and I was not on that plane. I'm not going to tell you about something I didn't witness. I hope that makes sense. I'm telling you when they're free and they maybe say, get a subpoena, some of them I know might want to talk. Then they'll give you the details. I'm telling you that's out there. 
And just maybe, if Republicans in Congress would grow a pair, maybe they'd find out what it's really about. One more thing before I go to a really important thing. There's a major, major thing going on right now with our currency and our economy about to collapse. Outside of like a few people on Twitter, nobody's picking up on the story either. It's only like the biggest story of our time economically, but just one more thing. There were some Blackberries out there on the William Clinton detail. They all seemingly got lost at the same time. Conveniently happened right around the time of the Benghazi thing. A lot of the Secret Service Blackberries, they would probably be on a lost property log somewhere. He wants to know if they took the hammer to it. Only one way to find out, right? Let me throw one more thing in there. Another what if, too. Just one more. Since they're so concerned about what the Secret Service sees. You know, Obama had a lot of body men around him. And let's just say some of them had some guests. They all cleared. Those guests in foreign countries, they all cleared. Oh, that's Ingrid. Oh. She's who again? Just saying. You want to play cutesy time? I'm the wrong guy. Open season on your political opponents? Let's do it. They'll learn quick. See, the one difference is we'll condemn our own when you start breaking and violating rules and norms. Not them. 50,000? No way. Really? I'm looking at the live chat. So, here. Wow. Mike DR92. Wow. 50K. Wow. Awesome. That's cool. Who? Pavlovsky? The CEO? What's up, brother Chris? Give me a buzz after the show. We can chat a little bit. It's my man. Chris, you're going to drop a thousand? And he's dropping. Did you see this thing? Chris is red. Joe. This is after, Joe knows Chris. Yeah. Chris is CEO of Rumble. Uh-huh. Chris randomly drops into live streams yeah. and drops money in their live stream. No, no, I'm kidding. Save them. <laughs> <laughs> if you give it to me, I'll, I'll buy you dinner. No give, it, no give it. But that's nice. It's good to see Chris here. Hey, 50K. Rocking it. Good to see you, brother. All right. I got a lot to get to, uh, including only the most uh, important critical economic scandal of our time as the U.S. dollar gets swapped out all over the world and like nobody's paying attention. It would only lead to economic collapse in probably a couple of months, but no big deal. Let's all stay distracted with Trump and Stormy Daniel or whatever the hell. Let's do that. I get to that saying, let me get to my last sponsor first. What? Oh, if you listen on audio, yeah, it's rumble.com slash Bongino. Check it out, please. Thank you, Keith. What is this one? Oh, GenuCell, Paul's favorite. Ladies and gentlemen, you can go to Brazil or Colombia and get crazy stuff done to your face, but why would you do that? Here's a real review from GenuCell.com. Claire said, love GenuCell. My skin feels so good, tighter, younger, with a more even tone, and I only use it for a week. My advice for everyone, take a before picture. But Jim makes a more exciting point. He writes, wife loves it. Ever since I purchased this for her, things got much more interesting after dark. Enough said. That may be... Is that Jim's review or mine? But I, I think that, I think that that's Jim, folks. That's Jim. Gee, that's Jim. I think Gee actually changed that. 
Uh, it's true. Nothing works like GenuCell because it's a family recipe for over 20 years made by a compounding pharmacist in small batches and always cruelty-free and natural. Right now, go to GenuCell.com slash Dan and save over 70% off GenuCell's most popular package featuring their Ultra Retinol and Dark Spot Corrector. Don't wait. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. All orders upgraded to free shipping and every subscription order includes a complimentary spring spa box with three spa essentials, also free, limited time. Is it now? GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. Paul's a big fan. All right. I want you to watch this video. You know, in a normal time where our government wasn't preoccupied with teaching kids to be racist, uh, teaching kids that the white male patriarchy is the source of all power, teaching kids that boys can be girls, girls can be boys, boys can be zi, zhao, zhou, they, them. Boys can even be plural. They can use plural pronouns like they, them. The collapse of the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency would be a big deal. Now, why? I don't want to get overly economically wonky with this. I'm just going to tell you this. The fact that economies all over the world use the U.S. dollar as an intermediary. Joe, stop me as the ombudsman. It doesn't make sense. Here's what that means. We all do. If Guyana wants to buy something from Djibouti, they're not interested in Djibouti's currency. Djibouti needs to trade their currency to dollars, and they'll take the dollars first before they convert them back to the local currency. They're not interested in the Djibouti currency. It's too unstable. That makes the dollar the world's reserve currency. Why? Because it's safe. It's safe, Dan. Our economy's in shambles. Have you looked at the rest of the world? There you go. Why does that benefit us? Well, it's kind of arguable sometimes that it does, but most would tell you that it's essentially a free loan. It keeps interest rates low in the United States, low in the United States, as people around the world suck up U.S. dollars for just about every transaction. You get it? So this was kind of a big deal. Hat tip Tom Elliott, by the way. Here is William Rufo, the president of Kenya. Ruto, sorry. Ruto, I'm thinking of Christopher Rufo. <laughs> this is not Christopher Rufo. This is William Ruto, president of Kenya. Here he is saying the quiet part out loud that, hey, um, does he know something, by the way? You should probably get ready because something big economically is going to happen. You should probably get rid of your dollars. That sounds like a big deal. Check this out. For the people who work numbers, I am giving you free advice that those of you who are holding dollars, you surely might go into losses. You better, you better uh, do what you must do because uh, this market is going to be different in a couple of weeks. Oh, it, it is. Uh, Guy, John, it's kind of good to know. You got a financial advisor? That's interesting. You think he's just like making that up? He's just throwing that out there? He's basically announcing the Kenyan president that, ah, listen, there's something happening with this coordinated global attack on the U.S. dollar. You probably get rid of those. Oh, that's interesting. That's fascinating. Why would that be happening? By the way, thank you to Chris. Chris, the CEO of Rumble. He gave $500, which is crazy. I'm going to take that money. And I'm going to buy a bottle of Opus for you. We'll have, some, uh, we'll have something to drink. Come on down. Thank you, guys. And to uh, everyone else who threw in a tip, that's nice of you. Unnecessary, but I appreciate it. That's super nice of you. Folks, this is a coordinated attack on the U.S. dollar. There's no more free loans coming. Now, is it going to be a mass evacuation of the dollar around the world? No. Let's not be ridiculous. However... If you look at the evidence, because that's what we do here, there is clearly a coordinated attack right now 
on the U.S. economy and on the dollar to make interest rates go up. Because if the dollar is not the reserve currency and people start waking up that we have $30 trillion in debt, interest rates are going to be through the roof. Dan, is it? Wait, wait, Joe, I'm, call me crazy, but wasn't rising interest rates just the cause of some of those bank collapse? Collapses? That, that, it must be a coincidence. It's almost as if countries around the world who hate the United States are like, hey, if we stop using the dollar, interest rates will go up there and we'll make their banks collapse. Holy, that sounds like a plan. That's just too much. Now, listen, I'm just a dumb former federal. What the hell do I know? Joe's just a dopey radio producer. Geese just a dopey video. What the hell do us three know? We don't know anything. We <laughs> like a bunch of freaking dopey cavemen. What do we know? <laughs> but I, I read it somewhere that high interest rates and maturity mismatches are really bad for banks holding long-term assets. And I'm thinking maybe the smarter people around the world who don't like us uh, maybe have figured, figured that out. Show us the proof. Okay, I'll do just that. China and Brazil reach a renminbi-based trade deal. Oh, really? That's a massive South American economy and the world's second largest. They said, we're not going to do our deals in U.S. dollars. We're going to trade in the Chinese currency. Ah, Dan, that's just one example of two major economies. Okay, let's show you another one. China's yuan replaces the dollar as the most traded currency in Russia. <laughs> Again, in some limited circles, they call that evidence. You ever heard of that term? Ah, Dan, China, Russia, Brazil, no big deal. It's not like one of the world's largest democracies, India or anything. Oh, look at, look at that. Look at that. That's so crazy. Exclusive Indian refiners pay traders in Durham's for Russian oil. That's a, look at that. It's almost like the Kenyan president knows something. India, China, Russia. Wow, now we're talking about trillions of dollars. Be really crazy if the Saudis were. Look, they are involved. Look at that. Wow, Saudi agrees to partner with China-led security blocks. So strange. At least it's not smaller countries, guys. You know, like Malaysia and stuff. Oh, no. Okay. It's like he knew I was going to say that. India announces trade settlement in rupees with Malaysia, giving blow to dollar hegemony. Oh, wait, what Geese showed show me, and I didn't see this one either. Saudi Aramco boosts China investment with two refinery deals. What's the asset traded most in dollars? Oh, oil? I mean, okay, at least it's not like these oil cartels, OPEC or anything, are coordinating to one destroy interest rates in the United States by wiping out the U.S. dollar. But you know what would really do damage to interest rates in the United States? Inflation. And what better way inflation prices going up to make prices go up, Joe, especially for gas, which everyone uses? Maybe restrict the production. That would probably be a good part of your economic warfare plan. <laughs> wow. Zero hedge. Oil surges in early trading after OPEC presents a challenging unipolar world, unipolar world production cut. What could possibly go wrong, he says. Gee, I don't know. Everything? Kenyan president clearly knows something. Folks, there's an open economic war in the United States going on right now. And if the Democrats could take their craniums and surgically remove them from their asses 
and pay attention for a minute. They'd see we were under nuclear and economic threat from people who want to kill us while they're focused on stormy freaking Daniels. It is so increasingly ridiculous right now for us in this dangerous world we're living in to alienate our allies in this nuclear era with clear economic warfare going on. People are watching, folks. We're talking about this, like spreading democracies around the world, Joe Biden, while right here, we're advocating tyranny at home. You got Twinkies locking up their political opponents like they do in the third world. You've got our government coordinating with Twitter and Facebook to censor people like they do in the third world. Oh, that's not happening. Oh, really? Did you catch us on the Joe Rogan show? Here's Michael Schellenberger, one of the reporters on the Twitter files, talking about something very sinister they found looking at the Twitter files. Government openly coordinating to censor people. Tell me again how we're spreading democracy around the world. Love to hear it. Check this out. Over time, we just kept finding like this weird like FBI wants us to do this. You know, there's these other government agencies. Oh, you know, this uh, all these people used to work at the FBI. Uh, The CIA shows up, Department of Homeland Security. And we're kind of like, what the hell is going on? And the story quickly shifted from us sort of, and I think what Elon thought, which was that it was just very progressive people being biased in their content moderation and their censoring to there is a huge operation by U.S. government officials, U.S. government contractors, and all of these super sketchy NGOs getting money from who knows where, basically demanding that Twitter start censoring people. And at that moment, the story shifted for all of us. And that was, I think, where Taibi became particularly important and sort of the lead because he had had so much experience on, on sort of looking at how the U.S. government during the war on terror had waged disinformation campaigns, propaganda campaigns. And it became clear to us, you know, over time that the U.S. government had turned its propaganda and disinformation campaigns that it had been waging abroad. It turned them against the American people. And that was where you just sort of get chills up your spine and you were like, this something seriously sinister is going on. Gee, who, who said that in the live chat? Do you remember the name? Someone in the live chat said, oh, well, well, thank God we got the strategic oil reserve. Oh, yeah, he drained that too, Biden. <laughs> yeah. Folks, <laughs> folks, we're chasing democracy around the world while we're actively using the FBI and CIA to censor people here. You think we have any credibility overseas? Any? Do you understand the Chinese Communist Party? I kid you not, as my grandmother used to say. I kid you not, Daniel. Chinese Communist Party is showing this to their people going, look, folks, you're free or here in the arbor. Look what they do. You don't think they're doing that? You don't think the Chinese Communist Party is showing people this? Watch this one. This is New Zealand's new prime minister. You want to talk about a humiliating embarrassment. Enemies of the free world and democracies around the world, which has become a joke of a word these days. Enemies are showing people videos like this. This is this clown prime minister who doesn't even know or pretends to not know. Have you seen this? What a woman is. He's asked a question by a reporter. What's a woman? He pretends to be stupid. Listen to this humiliating mess. Check this out. How do you and how does this government define a woman? Um, I, to be honest, Sean, that's, that, that question's come slightly out of left field for, for me. Um, the, well, Biology, sex, gender. Um, 
people define themselves, people define their own genders. Keir has said that he believes 99.9% of women do not have penises. And I know it's a strange thing for him to say, but given recent events in New Zealand, I'd ask again, how do you define what a woman is? Well, as I've, I, I think as I've just indicated, I wasn't expecting that question, so it's not something that I've, um, you know, formulated, pre-formulated an answer on. But um, in terms of gender identity, I think people define their gender identity for themselves. Folks, the guy supports this prime minister, a bunch of legislation that impacts women. The reporter's like, well, how are you going to do that if you can't even define what a woman is? Forget this for a second. My point isn't these guys are idiots. We can mock them openly and we should. The point is a deadly serious one. Nuclear-powered enemies of the United States right now are engaged in a full-blown economic war to destroy our banks and our currency while threatening us, literally not figuratively, with nuclear war. And this is what we're wasting our time on? Twinkies putting Trump in jail for an NDA with a porn star? The FBI spying on American citizens because they show up at school boards? Telling Americans that women aren't women and men aren't men? This is what we're wasting our time on. By the way, you think I'm making that up with the coloring book thing? I'm not. FBI plans coloring event for agents. Planning that in May to enhance, quote, health and wellness. By the way, I'm hearing that story I broke yesterday on the show about the FBI coordinating with air marshals to spy on people for political reasons. That's very real. That's very real. I've had some confirmation on that. Listen to yesterday's podcast if you missed that little gem. All I'm going to tell you is, listen to me. Watching? Be very careful who you talk to on a plane. Come on, Dan. This isn't North Korea. (laughs) Good luck. I'm not joking. You a political activist? You out there, you prominent political activist? Even maybe semi-prominent, whatever it may be? Be very careful who you talk to on a plane. Someone strikes up a conversation next to you. I'm not kidding. A couple more things I just want to get to before we uh, wrap it up for the day. Folks, look around, man. The destructive signs of liberalism are everywhere. The signs are everywhere. Everything they touch, they destroy. They're metastasizing cancer on this country. Bloomberg. JetBlue set to cut New York flights during the busy summer travel season. Why? JetBlue did it, Joe. No, they didn't. The FAA, run by government bureaucrats, which hasn't updated its air traffic control technology since the Flintstones. Why? Because it's government. Why bother? They get taxpayer money anyway. The FAA told them we don't have enough air traffic controllers. Maybe we should try an automated system like Canada. Just an idea, folks. The, I know the article. He makes a good point. They make the article about JetBlue like they did it. Here's another one. The Washington Examiner being the newsletter today. Medicare trust fund to be exhausted in 2031. Trustees project. Trustees, you mean not politicians? No, I'm talking about actuaries. They're telling you there's no money left in Medicare after 2031. That the money is only going to be able to, I shouldn't say no money, precision matters. Only a fraction of the benefits, which is going to cause doctors to drop out in mass because they don't get paid. That sounds to me like a crisis. Not if you're a lefty. I will leave you today with some good news, however. 
People are waking up to the evil all around us. I'm sure of it. And you are too. It's because you're here. But all these people today in this live chat, you didn't anticipate that kind of turnout. Thank you. Spread the word. We appreciate it. Another win yesterday. Ron DeSantis' signature tips U.S. into a majority constitutional carry nation. We now have 26 states with new Florida gun rights that are constitutional carry. Now, you know, you could make the argument we should have been constitutional carry from the start. It's the correct argument. But I live in the world of realpolitik, the world we live in, not the one I want to live in. Things are changing, folks. People are starting to boycott ESG and DEI, realizing the damage they're doing. Things are changing. We are going to win. We just got to stay at it. They want you to give up. They want you to get frustrated. Please don't. We've got two great candidates running for president right now. You know where my heart is on that. We've got a bright future ahead. Stay in it. Hey, thanks again for tuning in. This was a lot of fun. Um, do it again tomorrow. Want to do it tomorrow? Let's do it tomorrow. Let's hit it. Let's do it online. I like the live chat. FBI and Biden. <laughs> some, some of the comments I know you get. We'll do it again tomorrow. Please do me one favor, if you wouldn't mind. Please subscribe to my podcast. It is absolutely free. It doesn't cost you anything. There's no, You don't have to open your wallet. It makes a huge difference. Those charts that help people find the show, which we appreciate, they go by subscriptions, not by listens. Don't ask me why. It's the dumbest thing. Ever. It's like having a car radio in your car and that being counted as a listener. That's just the way it is. So if you'd go to Apple, Spotify, and most importantly, Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino right here. If you would just click follow or subscribe, I would deeply appreciate it. It means the world to us. Thanks a lot, folks. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.